everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Molly. I'm Michael. And today we're really excited to be talking about the new season of Vanderpump Rules, which just started season 11. And we've got lots of thoughts on just already just one premiere we've had. So already lots of cover. So should we just get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Well, originally, like I know my first season of watching Vanderpump was last season with all Scandal related stuff, which really, really increased their viewership with everyone knows about that. And I was like, people didn't even know Vanderpump was a show, including me, like, and now everyone knows at least has heard of the show. If they don't watch it, maybe they don't watch it now, but like they at least heard of what Vanderpump Rules is. So there's a lot of that hype going into now, like going into season 11 of thinking like, well, like now that Scandal is over, like what's going to be the case of like this next season? Um, so what were your thoughts of going into this season? Were you going to still want to he hear about Scandal or kind of over it? I was really excited. Um, I think so. I mean, like, look, I've, I've watched since the very beginning, since they had the crossover, you know, the seamless transition between Beverly Hills Housewives and into Vanderpump Rules with a conversation between uh, Brandy Glanville and uh, Sheena, who, you know, famously uh, was dating Brandy's ex while he was still with Brandy, but didn't know that she was the other woman, allegedly. Uh, and so... Yeah, I, I've watched since since way back then, and I don't think there's ever been a season that has been this, there's been this much hype for, so much excitement. Obviously, Scandal brought the show to just a total other stratosphere in pop culture, and is now, I mean, one of the biggest shows. I mean, it was the top cable show, I believe, of 2023, just period, which is wild, and um it's I mean, not including sports but <laughs> yeah for entertainment shows and yeah i think there was a lot of excitement i mean there's never been a season i don't think in any honestly any show like this that i can remember where every time the any cast member was out in public or they were filming something in a public place that the paparazzi just like immediately got pictures of it i mean there was nothing it felt like that was secretive <laughs> and which you know it's a catch-22 a little bit because yeah it's exciting during that time but then when the season starts it's like well is there anything we don't know about yet the everything came out while it was filming but i was pleasantly surprised that in this premiere there were a couple of moments where i was like oh i really didn't know that that happened and so it gives me a little bit of hope that um, throughout the season, there will be some unexpected twists and turns. And I, I do hope that by the end of the season, we can kind of get away from Scandal a little bit because we can't do this again for season 12. Like We have to move on to something else in order for the show to work. And so I do hope that by the end of the season, by the end of the reunion, we can go into season 12 being like, okay, we know Scandal happened. We're not going to forget that it happened. We understand that some relationships are forever changed because of it, but we don't need to talk about it every episode anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, I mean, it is like, obviously like that's what drew in people with hearing about that. But now it's like, these people are moving on from in their lives too, hopefully, and like doing 
other things that like we don't need to continue bringing it up forever yeah i think there's a way to to move on without without rewriting history because i think a lot of times when time passes you know something is so huge so big and everybody is on one person's side in this case ariana as time passes then people kind of start to forget how bad it was and when they that person refuses to you know just kind of play nice for the cameras and become best friends with this person again then everybody's like oh well you just need to move on it's been you know it's been months like why are you still mad about this it really wasn't that bad when you think about it blah 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 and there's a way to not do that to say okay we understand that what Tom did to Ariana and what Rachel did to Ariana is unforgivable and they're never going to be best friends they're never going to like obviously get back together but like they're they're not even going to really be like cordial probably and that's okay I don't know how that works in terms of the show quite yet but I think that there is a way to to move on without forgetting that it happened and I think that's really important to not start to kind of you know change history and and to make tom the victim in this somehow yeah for sure well speaking of the premiere we didn't actually get to see tom in the premiere but overall because he was filming for special forces um but what are your thoughts overall i know you said that you weren't sure like if you're like are we gonna know about everything but you didn't so what were those surprises that you saw in the first episode i mean i think the biggest surprise was lala reaching out to rachel and sending her that voice note um it was like i think maybe the premiere party which happened like a couple days before the premiere like there was a little bit of talk about that i I don't even remember if we knew it was lala that someone reached out to rachel during filming um i don't even know that we knew that it was on camera so like i when it happened i was like oh yeah like the part of me like was like oh yeah I was expecting that to happen at some point I didn't know that it happened in the premiere for sure that was surprising that it was like whoa that's quick that Lala had that change of heart I kind of thought maybe it was throughout the season like things happened and like they you know I know that they do some sort of like group therapy thing like I thought maybe that kind of led up to people wanting to someone wanting to reach out to her but I didn't realize that oh my god it was literally episode one um so that was surprising to me and I think I was glad that Tom wasn't in the premiere because I think that as soon as Tom comes in it's going to a lot of the attention is going to be on him and I'm glad that we got this episode to really focus on how Ariana's doing you know how her life has changed from this and how the group is you know still rallying around to support her and I'm glad that she got this moment before Tom comes in and, you know, then a lot of the attention goes to him. Yeah, I agree. I was really surprised to see that Lala had sent Rachel or Raquel, whatever you want to call her, Rachel, the voice note, and now she wants to be Rachel. Um, So, um, yeah, I don't, I guess we have to still see, like, that. I feel like that's going to be a continuous plot line of, like, seeing how that evolves because ariana was not so happy about that um hearing that lala reached out um but in general like i just it's all kind of crazy thinking back because i mean yeah like if you think back in all the relationships like most of those people have cheated at one point or another 
Bachelor. And so hearing how like she's trying to she like how Lala feels bad about like how Rachel just totally was isolated and all that stuff for like obviously like it was Tom and her, it wasn't just her. So um if they're able to still like talk to Tom about all this stuff, like why can't like Lala was seeing trying to see like on Rachel's side of it of being like, all right, like maybe I should lend a hand there. Um, but obviously if she's closer to Ariana, like then that's like you have to give your loyalties to your real friend. And if like she was trying to go behind her back to do that, like that's obviously not okay. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a couple things. I think first of all, I'm sure that a part of it was they didn't necessarily know if Rachel was going to eventually come back for the season at that time yet. And mm-hmm. so at the time she had not signed her contract, obviously, because she never did. But I think that when filming first started, there was still some hope that she would come back, or I don't know, hope for some people. Um, <laughs> there was still some possibility, I'll say. Um, so I think that there was like a need for there to be a reason why she would come back if she did and so somebody needed to be that person to reach out to her because there was no natural fit for her besides tom but i don't even know at that point of how much well i guess what they were in contact because she was sending postcards um but you know somebody else in the group besides sandoval needed to kind of be the one to extend in some sort of olive branch obviously it wasn't going to be ariana or sheena um i or james so i guess really the only possibilities were like schwartz maybe um but i don't think even schwartz was on good terms with most people so like i guess lala was kind of the only logical option for that besides lvp but I don't know how much sense that would have made. I I don't know. So I guess Lala was kind of the only option. So my guess is that like producers kind of like suggested it to her, but they couldn't force her to do it. She did it. And, you know, Ariana, I thought, took it really well, actually, Mm -hmm. because she could have blown up at Lala. And it really, the only kind of shade that she gave her was in her confessional saying, you know, when Lala a year ago, (laughs) who had a bad breakup that Schwartz was playing pickleball with Randall still and Lala lost her crap over it like she was not speaking to Schwartz for a long time because he was still in contact with her ex so you know if tables were turned I don't think Lala would have taken it as well as Ariana did but uh, it, it does put Ariana in a weird position because if she you know, makes a big deal out of it, then she seems like she's bitter and can't get over it. And, you know, she knew that she would probably lose a lot of fans by still having that same anger that she did, like, at the reunion. And, you know, if she doesn't, like, but she deserves to have that, you know, it's a weird thing where it's like a a normal reaction doesn't always kind of go over well on camera because you're watching it six months later when a lot more time has passed and people don't realize how long, how quickly this was filmed right after the reunion and right after it all came out. So I, I thought she handled it really well. Yeah, I agree. 
and obviously we're team Ariana here, but it just, of course, it's also like, yeah, yeah, obviously the producers, I felt like, yeah, definitely had a say in that, like, or honestly, like they couldn't force, as what you said, they couldn't force Lala to do that, but it didn't seem like it was like totally just her idea to do that. Um, Yeah, no, I don't think it was, but you know, she obviously has to, you know, take ownership over it because she chose to do it. You know, they can suggest, but they can't force her to do it. And um, so, you know, it's still on her for doing it. But I wonder if it'll, it kind of seemed like it was resolved then. I don't even know if it's going to really become a big deal. And she revealed on Watch What Happens Live that Rachel never responded. Um, Rachel actually said on her podcast, um, because she's doing recaps of uh, the show this season, um and she said that it was actually her assistant who read the message so when lala says like oh she read it it actually wasn't rachel who read it it was her rachel's assistant who when she i guess got out of the facility that she was still in at that time uh told her about it and then rachel read it but at that moment it was actually her assistant wow i didn't realize that I forgot to listen to this week's episode of her, or I don't listen to her podcast, but I could just, I guess that would be interesting to hear overall her thoughts on what's going on in this season. But I don't know if I really want to listen to that or just like see some recaps on that. I do have to say, because I didn't have very high hopes for her podcast. I did listen to this episode and I think I listened to one other or at least part of one other. And it does really seem like she's whoever I'm not sure who's asking her questions in it but it seems like a lot of it is just kind of somebody asking her questions like I don't know whether they're questions that the viewers asked or I don't know but um it does seem like she's really answering some hard questions like she's not you know cherry picking ones that will make her look good or just like you know from people who are on her side supporting her whatever like it seems like they are asking her the questions that like you really do want to know the answer to and I feel like she does seem like now she gets it a little bit more than she did like at the reunion as to why what she did was so wrong and I don't know why how that could have possibly taken her that long to figure out uh it's not really difficult (laughs) but um it does seem like she gets it a little bit more now, which is good to see because somebody else who was involved with this still clearly doesn't based on their Nick Vile interview. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a crazy interview. Um, but going back to Rachel, so do you think that you would rather have seen her come back on the show versus having it just on my podcast? Or are you satisfied with just the podcast? I think that it would have been good for her to come back like mid-season because I think if she'd come back right when filming started I don't think that she would have had the time to do the work on herself that she needed to do in order to have any sort of like take any sort of accountability or understand what she did Mm -hmm. so I think that because they started filming so quickly after the reunion if they had taken a little bit more time after the reunion to start filming, then I think, yeah, she could have come in right at the start and and maybe had that time to be okay. But because they started so quickly, I think maybe like, you know, like halfway through filming or something like that, she could have maybe kind of started to film a little bit, even if it wasn't full time, but just to make a few appearances and 
obviously she doesn't need to film with Ariana. She doesn't, I don't know. I think maybe Sheena would have been a good one to film with if Sheena was willing to do it. Because obviously with the restraining order and everything, like they had a lot to talk about. And I think if she had had that time to to do the work, to understand, you know, like what she did, then maybe she could have had that conversation with Sheena and it actually could have gone somewhere. Because they didn't even film at the reunion together because of that restraining order. So I think that would have been a good, interesting, important conversation. And even if it was just that, I think that would have been good. Someone to kind of like ask her the questions that, we, you know, we want to know and for her to show some growth even if it was just that one scene, I think that would have been good. And then we could have kind of reevaluated from there about season 12. What yeah, I agree with that. I feel like just having her actually talk more about like her growth, maybe people then would also come around to her versus like in her podcast, like if no one likes her at this point, like people aren't going to want to listen to her podcast necessarily. But I think if she had come on to the season and like, been more public about apology or like just like having conversations with people like I feel like that could have gone over well but now she doesn't have that chance to if she's in film so um she'll just have to live with those those repercussions from that um but it's good at least she's noticing those things and unlike Mm -hmm. Tom who seems like he's still a child um right no I think that's the difference that you can tell is that you know Rachel did go to a facility and, you know, do the work. And Tom, I don't know, went on special forces. (laughs) And Vietnam or Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that's clear that one of them did at least attempt to to make some changes and reevaluate and one didn't. Yeah. Um, so also going back into the premiere episode, do you think that Ariana is justified for her anger towards shorts overall of like not wanting really to be with him or talk to him because he's friends with Tom? Yeah, I do. And it's not just because he's friends with Tom, but it was because he clearly knew the whole time and facilitated facilitated their affair. And uh, I don't know what Sandoval has on him that he will never fully go against him. There must be something big that they know about each other that they will just never, never turn on each other. I I don't know what it is, but they're clearly, you know, going to, they're the definition of ride or die. Like they will die like before they <laughs> before they well Schwartz would die I don't know Sandoval. yeah true um I don't even believe that they had a falling out I believe that was all fake and I think it's a cover-up because I think Sandoval said to him basically like there's no reason why you need to go down with me like attempt to save yourself by just saying that you're pissed at me and I'll say I'm pissed at you. Like, I think it's basically what they said to each other. And I think that's what Schwartz is going with. I That is my full conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, that's another thing that Rachel's talked about on her podcast is the fact that they would, like, Schwartz would give them a space to for them to have their affair at Schwartz's place. Because that way Ariana could see that if she tried tracking Sandoval or if Sandoval, you know, like, said he had to say where he was going he could say I'm going to Schwartz's and that doesn't raise any alarm bells because he'd go there all the time and so 
shorts basically gave them that space to be together. And yeah, I would not want to be at all associated with shorts either if I were her because of that. Like, that's awful. And I, I don't think for whatever reason that Schwartz fully gets how bad that was. Um, I, I don't know. Or maybe he does and he just feels like he can't admit to knowing it that long still because he knows how bad that sounds. And so he has to kind of pretend that he doesn't realize why she's mad at him. I I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I fully think that's justified. Yeah, no, the situation is interesting that like, because Schwartz is like trying to be, I don't know, like a good friend, but then it's not a being like he just was obviously in over his head with it. Like I feel like he he probably knew it was the wrong thing, but just was like trying to support Tom and like helping him be happy. And then like obviously you can't always tell your friends what to do. Like he probably thought like maybe he was already break, like about to break up with Ariana, but I don't know like there's no justification for that but so obviously like team ariana again but she has every right to be a mad and shorts for that because that is crazy that like for however for the whole time like he knew and then wasn't telling her also like which yeah his allegiance to alliance to tom sandoval is like we don't know (laughs) why he's still doing that because obviously like questionable questionable decision there and it's funny because even nick was asking that like why are you still friends with him (laughs) like what does he do to you what did he say well he was just saying like well like he's been my friend like we like he didn't really give like a firm answer he's like well yeah like of course we're still friends like obviously like he's like i don't even remember this before sandoval got there or because yeah you know for those of you who don't know he was like (laughs) what like two hours late to their interview like crazy yeah um but no he was explaining he was like well like you kind of just have to know like he is a really good friend but like he sometimes like like you don't have to like you don't go on like tst tom sandoval time like you just like he just learns like how to manage it i guess of like being friends with him and he's still like they still just get along and like our bros so i don't really know i don't really understand it but it was funny because he like the podcast is really i mean if you can stomach it it's a lot to deal with stomach it yeah i I, I could stomach the little clips but i can't stomach two like what it's like two and a half hours like well okay i think it was more like what are they gonna talk about for two and a half hours oh in the in the podcast yeah Oh, I didn't even realize it was two and a half hours. I kept on listening it's to it. It's so long. And I mean, okay. maybe well, some of listen- it is like, you know, texting office hours and whatever, but. It- yeah. Um, But I guess the meat of it is more of like an hour 50 because there's like 30 minutes oh, and we okay. get like 20 minutes to the end. Oh, okay. Um, but- By the way, nobody wants texting office hours advice from Sandoval and Schwartz. Like, <laughs> like, if I got that episode, if I was on there and then I got that, found out that they were the guests, I'd be like, can I reschedule? <laughs> no i was thinking about that and i was like wait their situ- the situation um sorry to off track here but it was about like texting someone that she like went on like two dates with or something so it was like early on like her shooting her shot for this guy because he hadn't responded to her recently or like the conversation kind of ended 
and then Sandoval was like now like invested he's like oh my gosh like let me know like what happens like I want the update here um but it was just funny because I was thinking because I back my first podcast I or not first actually your previous podcast was the first podcast I ever was on but then next podcast I was on like almost like over a year ago at this point and I had oh my people god who I didn't it was even so long know. ago yeah it was yeah wow. yeah I didn't even know who the people it was were like a year and a half ago yeah you're gonna have to go wow crazy um so when I went on his podcast I had no idea like you go into it like you just know you're talking to Nick and you don't know who the guests are so like uh... honestly if I saw Sandoval and Schwartz I would have been like excited because I know who they are yeah and then it would have been cooler for them to like know me I think that would have been a jump scare for me <laughs> like <laughs> like eventually I think I would be like uh, am I excited about this like <laughs> I need to like evaluate in my mind whether I'm excited for this or not like I need some therapy for that his, his advice though was kind of funny I mean like Nick kind of just combated it Nick was like don't do that <laughs> <laughs> um okay well he his suggestion like half like was accurate or like was relevant to what she wanted but it was just kind of funny that Nick Nick just like gave no shits to that interview he was like Tom like or to Sandoval he's like you're terrible for being late and then yeah was trying to say like he nick went late to his podcast oh yes 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 that's and right. nick but that's was like, not really true no i wasn't yeah so like was there anything do you feel like any big revelations nuggets anything from that interview that sandoval said that it would surprise you or you didn't know about um he was talking about the house which we found out in the first episode that like he tried to buy the house from ariana for three million um like offering her more than what like the house was worth and all that like they paid like he just really wanted the house and he was like trying to explain to nick and to like the audience overall like who's listening like why he did that but it really still didn't really make sense like nick kind of called him out on that being like so you just want this house because you want this house pretty much like right like you can build a house like somewhere else like obviously it's gonna be sad like leaving in this house you put effort into and lived in like he was like oh like I'm gonna have to build a new workout gym or like you know like all this like yeah that like like, you can do you can do that somewhere else it's because of what you did yeah (laughs) Like, that's where the, and like, I get both sides. Like, I really do. And no, I don't get his side, but I get both sides of people saying, because I know some people said with Ariana, like, okay, this isn't ideal. Like, I, you know, like, obviously, that's, this isn't what you want to do. But like, I understand people who said, like, if I was in Ariana's situation, I would just need to get out and not be there and, like, whatever it took, like, whether it's, you know, me having to move out rather than him, like, that sucks and that shouldn't happen. But, like, you know, if you do what you have to do to, like, stay mentally sane after something like this happens. But then I also understand Ariana basically, like, being, like, she's not really there much anyways at that mind at that moment because like she was and she still is really kind of like the it girl and like doing all this stuff broadway dancing with the stars um you know all these press tours everything for her book like she's not really there a whole lot so like 
you know, just to kind of even just like stick it to him a little bit, like, no, I'm not going to move out and you're going to deal with it. And, you know, I'm not going to give you that satisfaction of solving this the way you want it to be solved. So it's easiest for you. So I, I get it. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on them still living together even after all this happened? I mean, yeah, it's like kind of what he said, like they're not really there much anyways. So, I mean, you know, poor Anne, their assistant. <laughs> I Do you see more of Anne? I saw this, like they showed the, like uh, the first seven minutes of the next episode always comes out like right after the, the previous episode. And so I watched the first seven minutes of episode two and you see a lot more of their relationship with Anne and just like Tom wanting to have a birthday party at the house and then uh <laughs> poor Anne having to ask Ariana like is it okay if Tom has a birthday party here and and she's like uh you can tell him that uh I will be calling the cops if he has all the people over <laughs> <laughs> and Anne apparently just like a few days before the premiere quit actually um and did an interview I believe where she basically said like you know kind of in in different words kind of saying that she's team Ariana so I don't know <laughs> yeah well um, that's so that's funny interesting. yeah I feel like because Ariana is so busy like she wasn't really there like they weren't seeing each other really or, I mean they weren't at all seeing each other in the house even though if they were living in the same place like they weren't seeing each other um and they only communicated through Anne Mm -hmm. So I guess it like worked out in that way, but I feel like Tom just needs to leave and he's just not doing it. And it's, it'd be way better for him to leave, which is what Nick was saying to him too, of like, just start your own life. Like get, leave that house. Like, why are you still trying to stay there? Um, and yeah. because it's just causing more problems by him just not leaving. Um, and he just needs to take it like just, admit that like that's a consequence that he has to live with and can't just get it because he wants it mm -hmm. yeah no and i think that it, it it's kind of true and i think even like both of them have kind of said this in different ways where it's like it sounds like a bigger deal to the audience than it really is to either of them because people don't realize probably how little they are actually there like ariana's living in new york right now she's doing broadway like she's probably hasn't been to that house like unless she's in LA for something specific like but other than that right now like she's on Broadway and then like when she was doing Dancing with the Stars like she really wasn't there much either and so I I think that it's not it's not a big of a deal for them as it is for most divorcing or you know couples that had lived together and it broke up because most people are at their house like every day, whereas I don't think either of them really are at this moment. So, yeah, you know, it's I, I think, well, you know, whatever works for them, I guess. But Ariana is suing Tom to get the house sold. Um, so hopefully by the time, you know, both of their busy schedules die down a little bit and they would be there more, they can get that resolved and at least one of them moved out yeah for sure well we'll have to wait and see what happens there i guess i mean 
doesn't sound like it's settled at all during the season because if Tom is still talking about it on the podcast. Right, no, in real time, there's still not. Uh, yeah, there's still no that, settling so. there. But... Maybe by the reunion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully for that, um, Tom will come to his senses maybe. Yeah. Um, but overall, what would your what are your hopes or predictions for the rest of the season? I do hope that there's more to this season than Scandaval Fallout. Um, and it sounds like there is. I mean, we have this rumor coming up about Sheena and Schwartz making out, it sounds like. Um, I'm interested to find out like when that allegedly happened and what led to that. Um so hopefully we get more of that type of stuff that's not Scandaball related. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, of course, the trailer doesn't show, besides that, doesn't really show much of anything else. Um, but, you know, the trailer doesn't show a lot. So uh, we have a long season ahead, I'm sure. And, you know, I do hope that in terms of the Scandaval, if there is going to be, you know, if that is going to be the majority of the season, which probably it will, I do hope that they really delve into, you know, we saw this kind of quote in the trailer of Lala saying, I've never seen anyone get cheated on become God. Like, I, I hope that there's a little bit more of kind of like that type of talk, because that is what people are saying is like, I wonder how jealous these people are about Ariana's success post Scandaval. And like, I hope that they continue to be a little bit meta in that type of stuff, because I think that's really the, the most interesting part of it is kind of the behind the scenes. Like, are people jealous? Are people, you know, what are people thinking about, like, you know, how the show just exploded and like how I'm sure how much their lives have changed since having to really like, be so much more in the spotlight than they ever have been in the past. And I, I hope that they allow them to kind of go there. And, you know, I mean, in the show for the first time, probably ever, the the term Vanderpump rules was said by Lala in her confessional, like, you know, where they said about Randall letting Ocean be on Vanderpump rules, like she said that and that was really meta. So I hope that they continue to go in that direction and uh, allow for the behind the curtain to really be said on the show because I think that would make it a, a lot more interesting yeah and it's good to see that they already are starting that starting in this first episode yeah. um but yeah I agree with all of that I feel like they're just there's more to their lives than the scandal so like obviously like I hope that we see a lot more of that not just like with Ariana but with the rest of the cast of like seeing how they're their lives are like I never feel like I got or I mean I only really started watching Nurse Scandal, but I feel like I really didn't know much about Lala and like all this stuff like with her like with her family like that situation was interesting to hear about like how her brother mm -hmm. is like living there now and like her mom so maybe we'll see more of them um or just like hear more about them too yeah um so overall I feel like there's good things to come for the season so I'm excited yeah, no, I am too. And I, I hope too that we get to like watch Ariana thrive rather than kind of pulling her back into like the anger of it all. Because <laughs> I think if we can really watch that dichotomy of like, you know, get like a full picture of everything that's going on, you know, with her and, and with everyone really, 
you know, I think that that um, would be really interesting to see rather than just kind of like focusing on the the sad part of the fallout. You know, I hope that we get to see all sides of it. And I will say I'm really excited also for The Valley um, that we will see premiering, I believe, in episode, after episode eight of Vanderpump Rules. Um, and it'll be kind of, and we talked about it when it first, the, the teaser dropped, but it will be kind of that seamless transition into the Valley. And I think we'll see some cameos, you know, from Jackson, Brittany and Kristen on Vanderpump Rules, and then we'll see some Vanderpump Rules cameos on the Valley. So I think that'll be an interesting, I'm glad that we kind of have this new show, um, that can kind of tie in both ways with Vanderpump Rules. Cause I think it's a little bit of a an option if, you know, let's say someone like Tom Sandoval isn't able to kind of find a a home with anybody on Vanderpump Rules and it becomes kind of too uncomfortable and too impossible to film with both Ariana and Tom, that maybe one of them could move over to the Valley where they are all really, you know, organically friends with most of that cast already. So like, it it gives them an option to kind of like not have to choose one or the other on Vanderpump Rules, but to kind of be able to move one of them maybe over to that show. Um, and so that both shows can continue to move forward and thrive. Yeah, no, that would be really interesting to see how that dynamic is going to work um, with those shows, both at the same time. So that would be cool to see overall, like what will happen there um but we've got a lot a lot of time to go before that episode yeah no we have what six seven weeks until then so um i'm sure in the next couple of weeks we'll probably get like a full trailer for the valley which i'm really excited for because i don't really know what to expect with that show so i uh other than uh alex baskin who's the executive producer of both shows um giving some little he did was doing the rounds at the interviews last week uh with the podcast so he did lala's podcast sheena's podcast and um gave some uh some little nuggets about the valley and he seems to be really hyped for it and saying it's a great season so i i'm excited yeah that'll be fun well before we wrap up we also have some news for with tom sandoval who is allegedly dating Victoria Lee Robinson, who is a former girlfriend of Leonardo DiCaprio. So that's interesting. Yeah, except for the fact that literally right before we got on this podcast, I was looking at um, someone. Oh, I think it's like the one of the Vanderpump Rules like fan accounts on Instagram, uh, probably run by Monica Garcia from Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they. Um, showed a picture of tom i guess last night or something leaving a party or a club or something with some other girl that's not victoria so i mean look it's the reputable uh websites and you know news sources that are saying that they're dating but i don't know i guess it's not that serious if he's then seen with some other woman too last night but who knows yeah maybe it's just the dating doesn't mean that they're official like they could just be seeing each other but it could not be exclusive yeah that's probably what it is but um (laughs) yep well well lots of exciting stuff to come with Vanderpump season 11 and also when the valley comes we'll get to watch how that will work seamlessly aligned with kind of in a way with Vanderpump 
Um, but any other closing thoughts before we wrap up? No, I mean, I think, look, the ratings for episode one of the season were killer. Um, it was the number one show of the night uh, in the 1849 important age range that uh, the networks really care about. Um, it beat out all of the broadcast networks and every other cable show that night. Um, and it was the highest rated premiere since I think season six for Vanderpump Rules, which was in 2017. So that's really crazy that uh, seven year record it hit. So that shows that people still care about this. And as much as people can say, oh, I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear about Skinnable anymore. Like nobody cares anymore. Clearly they do care. And um, this show is is thriving. And it two years ago, this show was almost dead. Everyone thought it's not going to come back for a season 10. Season nine was awful. And then we had a bunch of breakups uh, after season nine that uh, gave some hope for season 10. Was Season 10 was already a good season. And then Scandaval happened and it just blew it into the stratosphere. And we still haven't come down yet. So it'll, I'll be really interested to see throughout the season if it's able to keep up this momentum. And um, I, I, yeah, I'm excited. I, I think we'll have a, an interesting, unique season ahead. Yes, for sure. Well, let us know your thoughts if you watched it and keep up with our Instagram at Let's Chat Reality and we'll talk with y'all next week. Bye.